Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. If we are walking in faith and obedience, all of our situations, all of our circumstances, even if they appear dark indeed, must work to our good. Pretty much every day I think of the price our precious Christ paid on Calvary's hill for the salvation of all who call upon his name. In fact, the day Jesus died looked very dark indeed. Even the sun ceased to shine from noon to 3 p.m. Romans 8.28 sure didn't look too good. All of the hopes of the Lord's followers appears to have been dashed in a moment. The impossible was happening. The Messiah was dying on a tree. The apostles and disciples who hazarded their lives to follow Christ watched in utter grief and fear. All was lost. Their king wore a crown, all right, but it was a mockery, a crown of thorns. Jesus was judged a sorcerer and false prophet worthy of the death that hung so heavy on him. He was mocked, beaten, and spat upon. His beard was plucked from his face, and he was scourged until the skin hung flayed upon his back. Nails were driven into his hands and his feet, mounting his body onto a wooden cross and hung between two thieves. Finally, a spear was thrust into his side and outflowed blood and water. All of the visions of hope and mercy Christ's followers held were gone. Before them hung a naked and discredited pauper. That is the picture the natural eye beheld, but the scene was 180 degrees out from what was unfolding in the land of the Spirit. When Satan heard Jesus' eternally famous last words, it is finished, John 19, verse 30, he knew that for him all was lost. All power and authority had been wrenched from his hands by this naked pauper. All that would call upon the name of Jesus Christ would overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Satan's legal defense in Job chapters 1 and 2 was totally upended. Job 2 verse 5, But put forth thine hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. Satan's challenge was destroyed. There will be no appeal before the throne of God. Satan understood it is finished completely. Romans 8.28 stood the test of all contradiction. Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again as Jesus declares in John 3, 3? Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again means exactly what it says. Born a second time, but this time of the Spirit of God. In a few moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt. Follow from your heart, and everything, everything changes today. Today, all of your sin and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken, no matter how daunting they appear. 
Today you will become a new creature and you will inherit eternal life in Christ Jesus. Here is the simple prompt I promised. Click on to further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the invisible kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Genesis chapter seven seventeen through 24. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth. And the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beasts and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man, and in whose nostrils were the breath of life, and all that was in the dry land died. And every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle, and the creeping things, and the fowl of the heaven, and they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark, and the waters prevailed upon the earth an hundred and fifty days. God said, Genesis chapter 8, verse 5, And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountains seen. God said, Matthew twenty four thirty seven through 39, But as in the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Man said, You don't need to be born again to get into heaven. All good people, even the marginally good people, will go to heaven because God is love, don't you know? Jesus simply got it wrong. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1116 that will once again contend for the faith. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as ammunition in the battle for the lost sons and daughters of Adam. Every Thursday eve, and God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting today. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. When one starts from a position of unbelief in God's Word, upside down will look right side up. Consider carnal science's claim that the universe and its earth are about 14 billion years old, and the Bible's declaration that the earth and its universe are just over 6,000 years old, and it becomes obvious that we have a serious upside-down situation. That is a demonstration in unbelief in God's Word versus faith in God's Word. Somebody's way off. Foundational to the theory of evolution is the theory of uniformitarianism, a geological concept that states the present is the key to the past. 
In his book Many Infallible Proofs, Dr. Henry M. Moore speaks of evolutionary uniformitarianism as meaning, all things have developed into their present form by the same slow, natural processes that function at present, acting over billions of years of time, end quote. There are two accounts in the biblical record that no one would classify as uniform. Now, I must note that these biblical positions can be proven beyond any reasonable doubt, leaving only the doubt of the unreasonable kind. Number one is creation itself. If a uniformitarian arrived on earth on day seven of creation week, he would look around and see all the glorious life forms around him and the earth and its universe. The uniformitarian would assume history when everything around him is actually just six days old. Had this uniformitarian encountered Adam 15 minutes after God created him and breathed the breath of life up his nostrils, this uniformitarian would have assumed eons of time Yet Adam was only 15 minutes old. No one would call creation uniform. Number two is the global flood that took place in the days of Noah, which evolutionists hold in total disregard. This feature will once again certify the incontrovertible truth of Noah and his ark beyond any reasonable doubt and the unreasonable too. No one would call a global flood that destroyed everything that had the breath of life in its nostrils, with the exception of those upon the ark, as uniform. No one. When you build upon unbelief, upside down is the only outcome. According to Bishop Usher's meticulous chronology recorded in his book, The Annals of the World, written in the 1600s, Noah boarded the ark on Sunday, December 7th, 2,349 B.C. Stacks upon stacks of the obvious shout from the highest mountaintops literally and shout yes to Noah, but today's academics refuse to acknowledge the obvious. They have refused to retain God in their knowledge, and therefore God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Romans 1 verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. A reprobate mind means a worthless mind. Now consider this. The evolutionists believe there was an explosion out of nothing, and as a result, here we are. The earth, its amazing life forms, the colossal universe, and even the awesome, immeasurable human brain, all of this wonder just popped right out of this explosion of nothing with a big bang. Evolutionists proudly announce that your first cousin is the humble mushroom, your second cousin is the banana, and your father is a monkey. They'll tell you about the poor old water buffalo who hung around the water too much and evolved into the whale. That's just one of evolution's theories on how the whale, a mammal, got back into the water after leaving it many millions of years before as a fish. Wow, that's just so intellectually satisfying, don't you think? 
Ancient historians spoke forth regarding the global flood in Noah's Ark, including Berosus the Chaldean, Hieronymus the Egyptian, Nicholas of Damascus, and arguably the world's greatest ancient historian, Josephus. Researchers report over 500 ancient societal records that tell of God's great judgment. One researcher who cataloged over 200 of these societal accounts reports 88% tell of a favored family, and 95% of the accounts recall that the judgment came in the form of a global flood. Many ancient non-Jewish and non-Christian civilizations have passed down accounts of the flood. One of the world's oldest, the Mayo or Miyazu of China, passed down this story from generation to generation. So it poured 40 days in sheets and torrents, then 55 days of misting and drizzle. The waters surmounted the mountains and ranges, an earth with no earth upon which to take refuge, a world with no foothold where one might subsist. The people were baffled, impotent, and ruined, despairing, horror-stricken, diminished, and finished. But the patriarch Noah was righteous, the matriarch, Gobolian, upright, built a boat very wide, made a ship very vast. Their household entire got aboard and were floated. The family complete rode the deluge in safety. The animals with them were female and male. The birds went along and were mated in pairs. When the time was fulfilled, God commanded the waters. The day had arrived. The floodwaters receded. Then Noah liberated a dove from their refuge, sent a bird to go forth and bring again tidings. The flood had gone down into lake into ocean. The mud was confined to the pools and hollows. There was land once again where man might reside. There was a place in the earth now to rear, rear habitations. Buffalo then were brought in obligation to God. Fatter cat, father, uh, excuse me, fatter cattle became sacrificed to the mighty. The divine one then gave them his blessing. Their God then bestowed his good graces. Regarding the global nature of the flood, let's continue with a few bullet points. One, marine fossils have been found at the peaks near the summits of all the world's mountains. Two, Three-quarters of the Earth's crust consist of sedimentary rocks, which are formed almost entirely underwater. 3. All sedimentary formations appear to have been formed rapidly via, cat uh, via a catastrophe. Number 4. Nearly all fossils have been buried by water action. 5. The Midwestern part of the United States, including Wisconsin and Texas, are famous in part for the colossal sand mines laid down by ocean waves. 6. The Chinese account their origins as beginning with the catastrophic flood and their Noah-like savior. Number 7. Eighty whale skeletons have been unearthed in the Peruvian desert. 8. The famous Hell Creek Formation, covering areas in three United States states, is festooned with a strange grouping of fossilized creatures, dinosaurs, sawtooth tigers, seagoing creatures of many stripes, and all were destroyed by a devastating flood. A major problem developed for evolutionists in the late 1990s 
when Dr. Mary Schweitzer discovered unfossilized soft tissue and dinosaur bones that were purported to be 65 million years old. How could it be? The mad scramble to justify began. Since then, the discovery of soft tissue and supposedly millions of years old fossils has been duplicated numerous times from additional dinosaur bones to frogs. How could it be? The answer is obvious. It can't be. From the God Said, Man Said feature, The Six Thousands, Part Six, A Flood of Fossils. The following information is quoted from the November 2007 issue of Discover Magazine under the title, Did a Comet Cause the Great Flood? This story reviews discoveries made by environmental archaeologist Bruce Massey of Los Alamos National Laboratory. Massey's biggest idea is that some 5,000 years ago, a three-mile-wide ball of rock and ice swung around the sun and smashed into the ocean off the coast of Madagascar. The ensuing cataclysm sent a series of 600-foot-high tsunamis crashing against the world's coastlines and injected plumes of superheated water vapor and aerosol particles into the atmosphere. Within hours, the infusion of heat and moisture blasted its way into jet streams and spawned super hurricanes and pummeled the other side of the planet. For about a week, material ejected into the atmosphere plunged the world into darkness. All told, up to 80% of the world's population may have perished, making it the single most lethal event in history, end of quote. Note the dating, some 5,000 years ago. Ancient Chinese accounts of their beginnings speak of a catastrophic flood that threatened the heavens from which a Noah-like hero emerges. This hero is God's conduit for the salvation of mankind. According to the publications listed below, this event happened some 4,000 years ago. Headline, August 4, 2016, New York Times. Scientific evidence of flood may give credence to legend of China's first dynasty. Headline, August 5, 2016, UK Telegraph. First evidence of legendary China flood may rewrite history. Headline, August 4, 2016, Washington Post. Legends say China began in a great flood. Scientists just found evidence that the flood was real. Headline, August 4, 2016, ScienceMag.org. Massive flood may have led to China's earliest empire. The flood in the days of Noah took place approximately 4,370 years ago. According to the listing above, this event happened some 4,000 years ago. End of quotes. About 14-plus billion years of Evo time... Isn't it a shock to you that today's certified research shouts 6,000? That's just point zero 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 four percent of proposed time. How did all these great happenings that are being discovered all get clumped into such a short span of time, just point zero 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 four percent of time? 
when today's research is presented unmassaged by evolution's theory spawned in the deceivableness of unrighteousness, you will see young. In the God Said, Man Said series, The Six Thousands, we list over 60 discoveries that all say yes to a young earth. Several of those examples follow. The genetic diversity of man began 5,100 years ago. Man's best brain was 3,000 to 6,000 years ago. There was a global mass extinction event 5,000 years ago. The Chinese, one of the world's oldest civilizations, begins 4,000 years ago as a result of a massive flood. The world's oldest known plague was 5,100 years ago. Pigeons were first domesticated 5,000 years ago. Cats were first domesticated 6,000 years ago. Panda bears developed their taste for bamboo 5,000 years ago. Horses were first domesticated 5,500 years ago. Chickens were first domesticated 4,000 years ago. The list is long. When the evidence speaks and not the world's theories built on unbelief, the conclusion will be starkly different. The Institute for Creation Research column project has been featured in God Said, Man Said articles before, and they are back in the news today with stacks upon stacks of additional proof that certifies God's Genesis record of Noah and the flood. The following excerpts are from the ICR publication, Acts and Facts, the May-June 2022 issue. The ICR column project team, led by geologist Dr. Tim Clary, has mapped out the rock record of the global flood across the world's continents using extensive data from petroleum industry wells, rock outcrops, seismic data, and published cross-sections. ICR scientists have input detailed sedimentary rock data along with mega-sequence boundaries across every region, including the continental shelf. These data confirm the reality of a global geologic column created by the action of the global flood. This mon monumental and unprecedented project has shown that the global flood is represented by the same sedimentary rock record trends on every continent that's been evaluated. Not only does the overall stratigraphic sequence of the flood record correspond globally, but the data also show that the flood occurred in a series of progressive inundations corresponding to each mega-sequence. These inundations were caused by violent tsunami-like waves over the year-long period of the Genesis flood. These progressive ebb and flow events began their sediment and fossil deposition in the lowest regions of the continental shelf, shallow seafloors near land, proceeded to the edge of land masses, lowland coastal regions, and then moved progressively upward onto land until finally the entire global landscape was underwater. The, the flood was a marine event with massive successive tsunami-like waves generated by tectonic plate motion that progressively pushed the ocean's water up onto land. Thus, we would expect the constant mixing of marine life with land creatures in the fossil sediments. In fact, that's exactly what we see in the paleontological record beginning with the Carboniferous strata when the floodwaters first began inundating land. 
Another key aspect of the entire sedimentary rock record is the overwhelming evidence that it was laid down recently, about 4,500 years ago in the year-long global flood. This biblical date for the flood, determined by genealogies and chronologies, fits perfectly with the rock record evidence. The recent date is proven by the fact that every layer of sedimentary rock record from the Cambrian to the Pliocene contains fossils with soft tissue and or sensitive biomolecules that shouldn't be present if they are millions of years old as claimed by evolutionists. In summary, the five rules of global flood paleontology explain the fossil evidence of the rock record and also fit closely with the overall succession of global mega-sequence deposition by the flood. These rules are 1. Sudden appearance. Creature kinds appear suddenly in the rock record with no evidence of evolutionary ancestors. Number 2. Stasis. Fossil creatures look similar to living counterparts, as well as fossil counterparts buried later with no evidence of, revolution, of evolution. Excuse me. Number three, marine mixing. Land creatures are often found mixed buried together with marine creatures. Number four, burial by ecological zonation. As the floodwaters steadily progress from the ocean onto land, there's a corresponding representation of ecosystem burial. And number five, recent burial. Around 4,500 years ago, soft tissue and biomolecules are found in fossils in all flood strata. The Genesis record is accurate. End of quotes. The headline in the July-August 2022 issue of Action Facts reads, Asia data confirms progressive global flood. Excerpts follow. The Institute for Creation Research's column project team recently finished a two-year study of Asia. We have now accumulated column data across five of the world's seven continents, with Australia in progress and Antarctica in the future. Our results reinforce, reinforce earlier findings of a progressive global flood. Editor, approximately 3,000 columns have been examined. We compiled a total of 784 stratigraphic columns across the Asian continent and surrounding offshore regions. The columns were derived directly from oil industry wells, published cross-sections, surface outcrops, and seismic data. Maps of the surface extent and thicknesses by mega-sequences are shown in Figure 2. A graph of the percent surface area to total area for each mega-sequence is shown in Figure 3. The maps and the graphs show that Asia follows the same general patterns of North and South America, Africa, and Europe. Similar patterns on every continent are strong evidence of the progressive nature of the global flood. In our earlier reports, we found that the surface area and the sediment volumes generally both peaked in the Zuni. When we add Asia to the other four continents, we see that the global total surface coverage still peaks in the Zuni. We believe this denotes the high point of the flood on day 150, Genesis 7, verse 24. 
The stratigraphy across Asia and the other four continents demonstrates the progressive nature of the global flood. All of the continents studied so far begin with minimal flooding, followed by marked increases in surface area coverage and sediment volume. Our interpretation is confirmed that the first three mega-sequences, Sauk, Tippecanoe, and Kaskaskia, represent the first 40 or so days of the flood, and the uh, Absaroka and Zuni the next 110 days of the rising flood. In addition, the Tejas is verified as the receding phase deposited during days 150 to 314 of the flood year. After examining the rock record across five continents, we can now be more assured than ever that there was a global flood. As described in Genesis, the rocks don't lie, end of quotes. Don't you just love it, saints? It's true. It's all true. Stacks upon stacks of information certify the inerrancy of God's beautiful book, and according to this book, everything depends upon it, absolutely everything. Hallelujah. God said, Genesis seven seventeen through 24, And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man, all in, in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land died. And every living substance was destroyed which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle, and the creeping things, and the fowl of the heaven. And they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upon the earth an hundred and fifty days. God said, Genesis verse, uh, chapter 8, verse 5, And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountains seen. God said, Matthew twenty four thirty seven through 39. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Man said, You don't need to be born again to get into heaven. All good people, even the marginally good people, will go to heaven because God is love, don't you know it? Jesus simply got it wrong. Now you have the record.